welcome back to the second episode of Thoughts from the Valley podcast. I'm again your host, Mason Head, and I'm joined today with one of my good friends, Alex McAllister. Me and Alex met uh, sophomore year of college, so probably like five, six years ago. Um, I was dating a girl at the time that he was friends with, and I'm no longer dating that girl, but we are Wait, even you broke better up? friends. Oh, yeah, this sorry. This is news yes. to me. Yes, no, we I did break up, but um, <laughs> before I introduce, or before I let Alex introduce himself a little bit more, uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who gave the podcast a listen on the first episode. I had some people reach out and text me and just say that they liked it or they gave it a shot. It turned out to be pretty cool, and I really appreciate that. I'm not looking to like get any sort of fame or anything like that from this, but it was very cool to see people that I hadn't talked to in a while reach out to say that the podcast was cool. So I really appreciate that. All right. So I'll let Alex introduce himself now, just real quick here. Hey guys, I'm Alex McAllister. Uh, and Mason, thanks for having me. I'm very excited and nervous. Awesome. So <laughs> it's going to be a kind of the same setup as Jake's was. That's kind of how we're going to roll um, on each episode. But obviously each individual person is different. Um, so it's going to be different topics that come up or different stories or anything like that. Like everybody has to put on clothes, but it changes drastically between each individual person. Yeah. So that's what's really cool about it. So going, we'll start, you will start young. Um, so Alex, when do you first remember like truly like caring about your style or what you put on your uh, body? Like when you went out in public? Um, I remember probably like junior high um that's what we call it some people call it middle school um but i wore is like a john cena t-shirt because i loved wwe and someone was like made a comment like oh what's that and i was like oh it's john cena he's awesome and they're like oh that's weird and i was like oh maybe i shouldn't be wearing like that stuff that i grew up wearing and so about that time i just just like okay what do all the cool people wear and they just wore like basketball shorts and Nike t-shirts. So then I started copying that. Yeah, it's really funny that you bring up the John Cena t-shirt because in the vintage community, like old wrestling t-shirts are like sought after. Really? And people and they're like they can go for a pretty penny. So <laughs> people didn't realize what you, you had at the time, but no, that's the same way as I was. Um, it was big into just like graphic t-shirts and like mm -hmm. the big old Nike checks and everything, um, which I'm still into graphic t-shirts as well. I think it's one of my staples, but uh, maybe less gaudy to a degree. Yeah. So, and and I try not to wear like athletic shorts out in public as much, but I do. I absolutely, it was like, oh, you're wearing your basketball shorts? Like you could be playing basketball or you could be just going to like, to the movies yeah it was definitely an everyday attire and i i still kind of just rock basketball shorts all the time i'm terrible at most sports so um i've always felt kind of out of place just wearing like all of like lebron brand stuff like his if it had his logo on it i was like oh heck yeah i'm buying that um but yeah i definitely feel weird about it now because that's that's not what I want to wear my whole life, like basketball shorts and gym stuff. So, yeah, 
I I definitely do find myself just throwing on basketball shorts for around the house and to run errands because they're comfortable and it's like quick to put on. Mm-hmm. But I've tried to like elevate my short game of late by getting some more like nylon fabricy shorts. Um, I don't know exactly if that's the word I'm looking for, but it's more of like a I don't I, I don't know. I, it's hard to describe, but uh, they're a little shorter than a basketball short, and it can be. Definitely, you could like exercise and stuff in them, but you could also like dress them up a little bit, mm. and that's like I think that sets them apart from the basketball shorts. So, I, since you were talking about junior high, I did want to ask because uh, Jake Stauber, the first guest I had on the first episode, he and I went to a Catholic school, which required uh, uniforms. Mm-hmm. So, I want to know from a person who has never had to wear a uniform: Do you feel like it? you started noticing what you put on your body earlier in life or later in life or did it have more of an effect based on like what other people were wearing at school that sort of thing yeah i think it was mostly just trying to fit in like once people started wearing hollister and all that stuff i added more of that but i went with the less preppy like i'd just go with american eagle like a classic american eagle t-shirt or something and not go with one of the fuzzy like hollister emblems you know when they did that like they made the yes that weird textured shirt that was never my style um but yeah i don't think i guess for me i never even thought about the difference of what it would have been like growing up with a uniform because it was just i would wake up and throw something on it didn't always match and that's what happened with a lot of people at my high school is a lot of people didn't match even like in high school they just wouldn't match um and another thing that it took me a very long time to learn was how clothes fit is probably junior year of high school when one of my friends said to me she's like that shirt's a little big on you and i was like what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, I I always buy larges. And, like, I'm a skinny dude. And I yeah, would always you're definitely get, probably not a large. <laughs> yeah. I'd Especially in larges. high school. But I was always like, I'll grow into it because I'm super skinny. And it was like, I'll gain weight eventually. Yeah. And even a couple summers ago, like, I gained 20 pounds and was still wearing mediums. Because, I don't know. I definitely shouldn't have ever tried the large. But I, I just I mean, thought I'd I think grow I, into it. I think I was kind of the opposite. I kept telling myself like, oh, let's just buy mediums because you're not actually that big. Like, <laughs> you're not. But little do I know is now all these shirts that I spent money on, I now like am right at that brink of them being able to fit. And it's like in that awkward, like have to suck it all in phase yeah. during the entire time of wearing it. So I've just given up on them and I've given them away, which uh, true my little brother. But so you, you would say the majority of people really didn't care what they put on go it like not what when you didn't have a uniform no not at all it was mostly just wearing like nike t-shirts and the usual like high school basketball shirts you know just that stuff Uh every day is what most people would wear um was there a group though that like or not a group but like people that would dress up every day or most days or like how seem more put together than the rest i think mostly with um, the ladies at school, but I don't think really with the guys until uh, khaki pants started coming in, and uh-huh. we thought, oh, you can only wear those if you're a pothead, and so I like we would never wear them, and then probably senior year I got a pair of khaki pants and was like, 
man, these look pretty nice. This works. But other than that, it's just jeans. Um, I think one of the big issues is our, at least for me, my parents would be like, okay, we'll buy you one pair of shoes a year. And I go out and get some like super colorful Kevin Durant Nike shoes or whatever. And the shoes just never matched with anything. And then also with socks, like I'd buy colorful socks and wear them with anything. And they, you know, that didn't match, but I was pretty good at just throwing on like a black shirt and jeans or something like that. Uh huh. No, I, the, the colorful shoes was a huge thing. Yeah. I remember I would, I would get new shoes for basketball season and the new shoes for track season. Ooh. And so I would always get just these bright, like blue track shoes Yeah. that may, you may look cool while you're running track, but then your mom makes you wear them for the rest of the year <laughs> and they don't match with anything. Exactly. So, and that's why I find myself now buying basically white or cream or black shoes yeah like, those are the only ones that i really dabble in now if there's a certain shoe that has some brighter colors in it i may think about it but you just have to plan your outfits a lot more mm-hmm. and i love to plan a good outfit but sometimes you just want to be able to throw it on and not think about it i have a pair of gym shoes they're black and white but the inside of the shoe is red and for some reason that drives me insane whenever I'm wearing a blue shirt and I'm going to the gym. I'm like, well, people notice this. Like, there's a little bit of red sticking out. And I just get so uncomfortable because I'm like, it doesn't match. I know deep down that doesn't match. But it shouldn't matter. Yeah. At the gym, you're just trying to better yourself. So. Yeah. I wear some pretty – I don't work out at the gym, but when I go to my mom's basement, I wear some pretty stupid stuff. But I'm like, yeah. I'm not the only one there, so it's no big deal. Exactly. So after uh, high school, you went to a more of a, would you say, stereotypical like Hick high school? Would that, yes. Like, yes. If you're going to stereotype it, it would be a, like a Hick high school. We and then you surrounded by cornfields. Yeah. And then you ended up going to IU or Indiana University. Mm-hmm. Did you notice much of a difference in terms of like people's clothing when you went from Evansville or Poseyville, I should say, to Bloomington? Oh, yeah. Um, I would say accessories were much more common at in bloomington um mostly just like guys frat boys wear a backwards hat every day and then like a watch or some bracelets or something but at north posey where i went to high school it was mostly none of that except like the farmers would wear a hat until school started and then you weren't allowed to wear a hat. So you'd take it off and they'd fold it up and put it in their back pocket. And it looks so stupid. <laughs> um, they probably thought it looked cool, but it wasn't. It's so stupid. Um, but yeah, mostly that. And then you've been to Bloomington. So you know what it's like. It's still a lot of just wearing like a red IU shirt. And then instead of Nike shorts, it's like a vineyard vines vineyard vine short shorts or whatever um and sperry's or something like that so and then you then the more put together outfits are going to be like for the bars or that yeah you you don't dress up for classes mostly just wear what's comfortable and then when you go out to the bars you'd wear something nicer depending on the bar you go to yeah and then i i I think like jerseys were a big thing too yeah 
definitely jerseys. I'd break out the jersey when I'd come up to visit that, uh, like a Bo Jackson baseball jersey yep. or a Toon Squad jersey. I don't know. Just it gave you an excuse to wear that because normally you never wore that. Like you weren't walking around in Walmart grocery shopping with a jersey on. So I think college or that like a college town definitely no one's gonna bat an eye when you wear a jersey. So yeah, uh, that actually cool thing. makes me think of something. So supposedly there's this taboo thing about if you go to a concert you're not supposed to wear the band that's playing's t-shirt really um i've heard that many times and so i was one like do you think people think the same way about wearing like an iu shirt at iu because at first i didn't think anything about it because you go to the freaking bookstore and it's you can get a nice shirt for five bucks um but now that I think about it, like, it's just kind of cheesy. Like, yeah, we know you go to IU. You're sitting in the class. Like, why do you have to wear an IU shirt? Wear something else. But I don't know. What yeah, do you think? I don't know. I I had never really heard about the can't wear the band to the concert. Yeah. Uh, that sort of thing. Because, like, Reba McIntyre's coming in July. And I have a weird obsession with Reba. And I have a Reba shirt. And like, if if I get tickets to Reba, I'm probably gonna wear my Reba shirt. Yeah, exactly. Like, like to show off that I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, just coming from USI, like I see plenty of USI stuff, but I also see plenty of Purdue stuff and IU stuff. Mm. I think I wore a Purdue T-shirt on my very first day at USI because yeah. I vividly remember walking past Archie, which is like the mascot mm-hmm. and he like pointing at my shirt and I looked down and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> but it's just funny. Cause I've been going to USI for five years now and I just bought my first USI shirt like three months ago. Really? And of course it was a vintage shirt from a guy here in Evansville who was selling it. Um, nice. But yeah, it was my first one. The other one that I got was I borrowed one from Aaron Drosty who doesn't even go to USI but he had one and I borrowed it and I just never remembered to give it back so yeah. I always find it in my drawer and so my mom worked at USI and always would just give me a bunch of free shirts that I uh-huh. never really wore um but hey if I knew you didn't have any I would have just thrown them to you I didn't know you then but I'm sorry yeah I it's less school spirit at USI, so like yeah. that doesn't justify me not having one, but I think that justifies people wearing the IU and Purdue and the other colleges. Mm-hmm. But I think it's perfectly fine to wear a IU shirt while you're at IU. Like okay. you're paying however much what thirty. I don't want to talk however, about. It. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, okay. Well, you're paying <laughs> a lot of you're paying a lot of money to go. Like you should be able to support the school that yeah. you're dumping money into. That's true. So. If anybody here doesn't know already who's listening, Alex has a movie podcast, um, and he was the one who inspired me. So I thought a question that I could ask him um, that might be kind of cool to play off both of our interests, would you say that there's any certain character or style of movie or era that you've watched a movie of that kind of inspires your style a little bit more? Man, that is a good question. Um See, I think my issue is that I have a lack of style. Um, it just depends on my mood whenever I wake up is what I wear. So I don't, but, like, I love the 50s. I wish I could rock what they wear back then, you know? I want to be drinking milkshake and have, like, a freaking leather jacket 
Slick back, greasy hair. Yeah, and then whenever I dress up, I want to go over to Great Gatsby's house. I know that was earlier or whatever. Yeah, the 20s. Like, whenever I watch that stuff, I love the costumes, but I do not have the confidence to wear that stuff. If I'm going to wear anything for a movie, I'd probably... um, I do have one shirt that's just from a movie production company I like, A24. Um, They just make, like, smaller, weird movies. And so I bought one of their shirts to support them. Um, but as for style, I I don't say I go for any genre movie or anything. Um, but that might be something I should look at. Yeah, when I was thinking about it last night, I was kind of taking some notes down. And I was actually at my mom's house and they had Forrest Gump on. And... That's kind of in the era of the type of clothing that I like. So I just kept picking up on different things like, oh gosh, like look at what they're wearing. Uh, when Forrest was running across the U.S., he had a quarter zip on that had this, it's a red quarter zip with this vertical stripe on one side. It's a blue and white vertical stripe on one side. And I was just like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. And it actually reminded me of a Sterling Brewery jacket that I was trying to buy off Facebook a couple weeks back. Cause it was the same type, but it was also in that same time era. Mm-hmm. And then when they got married, they, uh, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump both had like really nice floral ties on. And I noticed that I think just when you're around it so much and thinking about it so much, like I am, it just, it like pops up. And I think it's just a completely different way to watch movies too. Like, mm-hmm. or not a completely different way, but a new aspect in a movie that you can like pick out. Because I'm sure somebody is getting paid good money to put those outfits together. Um, Yeah, exactly. There's, I like watching the special features of movies. And Little Women is one I did a podcast episode on. And one of the special features was literally just screen tests for costumes. And it's just the cast. Like, they're just running around in a field, like, just messing around. But they have, like, all these old-timey outfits on. And I just had so much fun watching that because I was like, Someone put so much effort into like making sure that those outfits were historically accurate to the time, and then mm-hmm. you also have to like factor in the actor or actress that's wearing that. Um, and then they did some cool things like two characters have a really good bond, so like throughout the movie they would switch clothes and never talk about it. Um, so yeah, I I haven't really thought about clothing in movies other than. Now what keeps coming to mind is Ryan Gosling in movies. Um, if you've seen The Nice Guys, which you probably haven't, not a lot of people did, it bombed, but it's, I think it's set in the 70s, and he's like a, a private eye, and he wears some of the coolest clothes, like a maroon suit that just looks yes. so nice, and man, I really we wish actually... I could rock that. We actually are getting fitted for maroon suits for Gabe and Amanda's wedding. Nice. So the best oh. the groomsmen are wearing maroon suits, which is going to be so cool. Because back like junior year of high school, was so like that's the first year you can go to prom, I told my mom, I pulled up a picture of Ryan Gosling on a, I kid you not, on the red carpet in a maroon suit. And I said, Mom, I need you to find this maroon suit. <laughs> like I refuse to go to prom without this maroon suit. And I don't know if I was just early to the trend or what yeah my mom called every place in evansville trying to find one to rent out and like no one had it Jeez, and so it's just that's just hilarious how it all comes back around yeah no i like 
James Bond, like I always thought mm. the stuff that he wore super, super elegant and cool. And I don't know, there's just, and like, uh, like Indiana Jones, like it's all like beat oh, up and yeah. dirty and stuff, but it looks so cool. Yeah. Like I was like, I wish I could pull that off, but I'm not whipping the people and shooting people <laughs> and running the streets and whatnot. So it'd be odd to walk around in a dirty suit. But, yeah, that's the when you first mentioned it, the first thing I thought of was Halloween um, costumes because anytime Halloween runs comes around, I'm like, oh, what character from a movie I love should I dress up as? And then I just mm-hmm. end up going as a hot dog. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a classic, and it already has beer stains on it, so you know. Yeah, but no, I will say Halloween is awesome. Like it's one of my yeah. favorite holidays, and it just. It's so it's like socially acceptable to dress however you want, and then like you can go all out and like get so close, and that it's definitely one of my favorite things. I love dressing up for Halloween. Yeah, you when you went as Post Malone, that was badass. Yeah, I, that was one of my favorites for sure. the The tattoos were hilarious. Yeah, I had to scrub them off the next day because I worked at a children's museum at the time, so <laughs> I couldn't scare the children at all. Of but course. okay, so you said earlier that you think you have a lack of style. I would tend to disagree. Um, I think that you like have style and you like are actively trying to like have style and stay in trend. Mm -hmm. Um, But like if you were just going to narrow it down to like a favorite piece of clothing, what would you say you're just, if you had to pick one, what would your favorite piece of clothing be? Um, Is this just like one article of clothing or an entire outfit? Oh, no, we'll just talk about one, like, piece okay. of clothing. So, I... my one piece of clothing is literally just these under gray Under Armour shorts I have. They are so comfortable. They're not too loose, not too tight. They're a little shorter than I'd normally go, but I love it. They're, like, my go-to gym shorts. Um, unfortunately, I can't wear them every day that I work out because, you know, they get stanky. But they're so nice. The texture is always cold. I don't know what they did with them. I get, I keep trying to find shorts just like it, but uh-huh. unfortunately, Under Armour, they do this thing. They, they make their tags too long, so I just rip them on out. And then I can't find what they're called. And anytime I go to the store, I go like to Dick's, I'll go right to the Under Armour section, look at the shorts, trying to replicate the perfectness of this pair of shorts. Can't do it. Yeah, I have that same problem. I love these pair of Vans shorts that mm. I bought. Um, and I, I ended up just buying two more pair. But it's so hard sometimes when you find one thing that you really like to replicate it into like more pairs. Yes. I don't know what it is. If it just they, it's just life or the mm. style just goes so quick and it's on to the next one. Yeah. But yeah. They are it, it, and shorts. Shorts are just a tricky son of a gun because mm. you're paying literally twice as much th- for for half the half the like material. Like yeah. jeans are cheaper than shorts. Like my shorts, these Van shorts that I like, forty five dollars a pair. Mm-hmm. I have literally a hundred and thirty dollars invested into these Van shorts. Like it's bad. Yeah. So um, that actually reminds me, since you brought up Vans. All the clothing I've ever gotten from Vans is incredible. Um, the shoes sometimes aren't always comfortable, like they look cool. But their shirts, like the quality super nice, and they last. They don't fade. So if we're talking about a favorite shirt, I got this Vans off the waffle shirt. Like the back is just a waffle. 
I love that shirt. It's yeah, awesome. I, I I do like that uh, shirt as well, and yeah. I like Vans. I'm I'm a big supporter of Vans. I think it's a perfect price point for anybody who wants to try to expand their style, and it holds up because like Forever Twenty One and like H and M, they got some good stuff, but mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't hold up as as much. But Vans, I think, has some awesome pieces, and they can and it holds up for the price point. Vans sponsor this podcast. <laughs> oh gosh, that'd be incredible. I probably have I think I'm at twelve pairs of Vans shoes Jeez. personally. So uh let's break it off into a different topic here. Okay. Um would you would you say you have a favorite like outfit and then a moment associated with that outfit? So I have like a go to going out outfit that mm-hmm. I think it's it probably started just senior year of college or something, but it's a graphic t-shirt that's as weird as it can get. Like, I have one. It's the Cheddar Goblin. It says it's Goblin Good, and it's just this goblin with mac and cheese falling out of his mouth. It's that shirt, and then I'll throw over... I have one, like, long sleeve denim button-up. Um, throw that over it, leave it unbuttoned, and then throw on some black skinny jeans with some rips in it. Throw on some Vans, and it sounds I don't like know, a me outfit. It does, and <laughs> that's something like one of the questions you asked me, or it's in the show notes, whatever. I don't, I don't know how to approach this. Um, but it was like my style journey slash evolution, and it definitely changed when I met you because. You're a very charismatic... I'm just going to be complimenting you now. You're a very <laughs> charismatic guy, and you walk around with like this confidence, and you're just wearing a lot of unconventional clothing, at least to me. And so I was like, I want to be like that guy. I'm going to start branching out. And then I think we talked about it, and you're like, yeah, dude, try these jeans on. Um, I don't know, stuff like that. And so since then, I've really gotten much more confident in the stuff i wear but yeah i do take a lot from you you're a large influence on what i wear well and that's the reason why i say that i do think you have style even though you say you have a lack of style um because ever since like maybe i didn't know you like obviously i didn't know you before i met you but ever since i met you you seem to be out of like that group of friends the one who care like wanted to branch out and wanted to try new things in terms of their clothing and you're the one who introduced me to American Eagle jeans. Like, yeah, they're great. And now, and like, I'm sure that some purists are like Levi's only, mm-hmm. but like, American Eagle jeans are so comfortable. Like, yeah. they feel like sweatpants. I could fall asleep in them. Like, they're inc- they're so comfortable. And so, like that, I literally was at the Evansville Mall with you buying my first pair of, of American Eagle yeah. jeans. Like, so that's why I think like you have a big influence on me because I like I wear American Eagle jeans all the time, but. No, out of all out of that group, like I mean, you can think about it. We won't go into much detail, but yeah. some of them are stuck in their ways. Yeah, uh, fashion wise, um, but I can see that they're slowly starting to break out and develop their own sense of style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that sounds like a me outfit. That's what I would recommend uh, as a as a good safe like outfit that no one's going to be like, oh gosh, what are you wearing? And that's yeah. what I recommended to Jake to do as well last podcast. Mm-hmm. Like you know. J- Alex easily could have gone out to the bars in the t-shirt and jeans. Mm-hmm. 
Easily. No one's going to bat an eye, but you throw the, the, the uh, denim shirt on, leave it unbuttoned, it just literally adds just that little bit of, hey, he kind of put some effort into it. Yeah. And that, that kind of puts it over the top. So, yeah. And if you're going out to the bars, like some people don't care if they look good, but like I care that I look good. So I'm not mm-hmm. going out without trying a little bit. Exactly. But would there be a favorite like moment in your life that like you had like a really cool outfit on? Offhand for me, um, we had a photo shoot for my, for Valley Vintage downtown one time, and we were just posing, and it was my first time like taking pictures like in clothes, really, besides like senior photos, and some of the outfits that I put together were really cool there, and I felt like really confident, and so that was one of my faves, and then we went to a wedding in Georgia a couple years back when my cousin got married, and I had this blue velvet suit on uh, with this bow tie. And I was just feeling it. It was an awesome outfit. So, like, when I think about those moments, I always go back to those outfits. Okay. Is there anything like that for you? I do have one moment where I felt incredibly confident in what I was wearing, but I can't wear it everywhere. And it was little 500 at IU senior year. Um, for the people who don't know, it's just a big party week, pretty much. And I wore this like light blue Yadier Molina jersey and I left it unbuttoned. I didn't wear a shirt under it and I let the belly and chest hair grow for a while. And then I wore jorts and Crocs and that was it. And I just felt so free in that. I knew it's goof. Like I, I knew it was goofy. Um, and I definitely wouldn't wear it out here in Colorado now because people don't know me as well. Um, but I don't know. That's just one of my favorite outfits I ever wore, and it was just so much fun. I that's why I love I like IU or college in general. Like you can wear on a Saturday when everybody's just day drinking. Yeah, you can absolutely put any piece of clothing on your body, and if you're like rocking it, everybody's gonna be like, "Dude, like you look so cool." Yeah. that sort of thing. So it's it's yeah, that's a. That was a good, that's just a great moment in general because I was there too. It was yeah. so much fun with all the guys. So that actually plays into my next question because you said that you wouldn't wear that out in Colorado because people don't know you as much. Mm-hmm. Me and Alex are going to be in Las Vegas here in about three weeks or so um, for a bachelor party. And when I was making my notes, I had a note here that was was one to give a tip to everybody that like, for me, vacations are a great way to try out new clothing because no one knows you. You can be like, you're a completely different person if you want to be while you're on vacation. You're never going to see these people again. Why not try something that's a little bit outside of your hmm. comfort range? Um, so I'm definitely going to in Vegas wear some things that I probably wouldn't wear on a normal day in Evansville. Um, so, but why wouldn't you do that in Colorado? Is that just because you're going to see these people again? And, like, you're trying to make a good impression on them? I think um, all my friends out here I met through work. Because when I moved here, uh-huh. I didn't know anyone. And so everyone I know, well, pretty much everyone I know is just someone I work with. If I'm going out or going to someone's house, it's someone I work with. I can't be showing my belly to people I work with because <laughs> that'll get out there on the team. Um, and I don't want that to happen. So it's mostly that and then also people just have a different style out here it's a lot more 
it's more of what I like. It's like natural colors or even cool colors. It's less of like a bright red t-shirt and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just more like a beige shirt and jeans or something like that. Um, so if I'm wearing, you know, a light blue baseball jersey unbuttoned and jorts, I'll get some looks. Normally, I don't care about the looks, but from the people I hang out with, I don't want them to be seeing me that way. Yeah, but maybe yeah, in Vegas. I understand. I was gonna say, are you, I? I would. I think it'd be cool to whip the whip the jersey out in Vegas, like if we're at a pool or whatever. Yeah, just for the day. Like I'm probably gonna bring one. I'm gonna bring some outlandish clothes to Vegas. I can tell you. That. <laughs> I guarantee it. But Alex makes a really good point there with him saying like Colorado's more kind of just natural colors. For anybody who's like wanting to revamp their wardrobe or anything like that, I think earth tones and more natural colors are like the way to go. Just going back on us talking about like the bright blue shoes back in like grade school and stuff. Yeah. Earth tones match with anything. You don't have to put any effort into it. You know, you can throw it on and forget about it and you're going to look good. It's with like the bright colored shoes or the bright colored shirt or stuff like that. It's good to have those little pops here and there. Um, But if you're one of those people who don't want to have to think about a certain outfit every morning... Go for the earth tones. Mm -hmm. Browns, blacks, grays, tans, even like a dark gray, or not a dark gray, like a darker green. Like, you're really not going to have to worry about matching uh, as much on that. So, I think that's a great thing to do if you're looking to throw out some of those old bright colored shirts that may have ran their course. Go for some earth tone ones. I would highly recommend it. So, that actually leads me to a question. Can I give you one? Absolutely. So how do you deal with not really sentimental clothes, but clothes you've had for a while that you're like, I really like this shirt. When do you know it's time to put it down? And if it is time to put it down, what do you do with it? Do you like give it away? Do you throw it away or do you keep it? So I just want to know how you approach that. Yeah. So it's just going back to the beginning of the episode where I talked about how I was buying mediums when I was probably a large. Mm -hmm. I have quite a few shirts that I barely got to wear because I bought them in mediums and now they're, I don't, they don't like, they don't fit. Mm -hmm. So with those, with those t-shirts or any type of clothing in general, I will go through my closet, look at it, think about like if it's sentimental enough to keep it, um, I'm a, I like I hoard clothes, so I will, I normally keep them. I give them my little brother as well, because he likes mm-hmm. kind of the same stuff I do. So it gets more life, and then I tell him like, after you're done with it, we're keeping it, because I am already thinking about how I'm going to dress my children. So a lot of my clothes I'm keeping for that reason. But I do pur, I do closet purge a lot, more okay. le- not enough as I definitely should. But I'll purge the closet and just give stuff back to the Goodwill. Okay. That sort of thing. Um, or honestly, just like ask people around. Like I'll ask my little brother if any of his friends or if I'll ask any of my friends. Just be like, hey, do you want this? Like don't throw it away. Like so much freaking clothes get thrown in the like the trash every single day. And like even when they go to Goodwill, oh my gosh, so much stuff from the Goodwill gets thrown away. So mm-hmm. I try to give it as much life as I possibly can. So that's basically what I'm doing with it. What if it's um, a graphic tee where it's all like cracked, like the the design on it's like cracked, and you can tell visibly that it's an old shirt. Well, um, 
a lot of my like vintage tees have a little bit of cracking in them just because they're so old. So what I'll try to do with those is if I'm still wearing them, I'll wash them inside out to prevent less stress on the cracks. And then I'll also, I won't dry them completely. Like I'll put them in the dryer for a little bit and then I'll hang them up just to mm. prevent the cracking. Uh, just less wear and tear on the t-shirt because they're when you're spending $50 on a vintage t-shirt, you want to keep it as fresh as you can. But yeah, if it's cracked and it's kind of like, I wouldn't want somebody that I know to wear this because you don't think it looks good, I would just throw it away, yeah. Okay. I got a few that are probably need to be put down, but I've been wearing them a long time. They're, they've been go-tos, so I'll have to hold a little ritual by the candlelight and tell them goodbye. Yeah, I mean, you like I. You can also make them into like a t-shirt, um, like quilt too. Mm-hmm. Like people do that, and I was I have a bunch of concert t-shirts too because like to commemorate me going to the concert. What I try to do is not take as many videos, like during the concert, and I will just buy a t-shirt to remember the concert that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I have a lot of concert t-shirts that I don't wear as much. So I'll probably like make those into like a concert blanket one day. That'd be cool. So, um. Let's talk about clothing that you like on other people. Okay. Because we talked about how when you met me, you kind of branched off into the stuff that I was wearing. But say you walk down the street or whatever and you see a guy and you're like, dang, like that is really cool. What are like, is there any certain things that come to your mind or ring any bells for you? Um, I'd say it's either people that can dress up and still look pretty casual like i like it whenever i see someone okay that's gonna be kind of um counterintuitive but whenever i see someone that's dressed up and i don't notice them does that make sense like yeah they're they're not way too dressed up but they look pretty formal and then also people that wear patterns or denim i know you have a lot of that like plaid or something like that I just have never incorporated that into my wardrobe. We used to have flannel Fridays on Wednesdays in the office. <laughs> and, um, you know, I I had maybe two flannels or something. I'd just switch them out every week. And, like, I like the patterns on them, but I can't... I don't know what to wear with it, you know? I can't, like... It feels weird just wearing a flannel and jeans. Yeah, it don't you try you want to stay away from the lumberjack vibes exactly from the and flannel and jeans. I guess I don't really know how to do that effectively. Yeah, I think that like for me that rings a bell because you're talking about the office. I think that's my most like nervous slash uncomfortable time is semi casual office wear. Mm-hmm. Like I love putting a tie on and a suit on. Love it. Like that's what, that's one of my favorite things. And then I also like to wear, you know, just jeans and a t-shirt or just shorts and a t-shirt, something pretty semi-casual to casual, but that like semi-formal, like khakis or chinos and a polo, that is like my most uncomfortable time. Yeah. I, I despise polos. Like it's so hard to find one that fits you really well without them being outrageously expensive and then the alternative to polos like what is there yeah what i do now is like i work in an office and i end up wearing a polo but i'll just wear a quarter zip over the top of it because i don't like the look of just the polo okay but 
it's not very it's that gets more to the casual and I want to stay formal like I like what you said there when you notice somebody that's not the weird guy in the office who's wearing a tie every single day but he's also formal enough to be in the office like yeah that's such a good look and I I'm struggling myself on how to achieve that yeah and another thing you said is the quarter zip I I'm normally either hoodie or nothing and so I think that's another area that I like on people is wearing other types of clothes that can give you warmth mm-hmm. that aren't that don't just make you look like a blob because I've been working from home for over a year now and I just wear a hoodie and sweatpants if I go out and I think that's something I definitely would like to improve on not just being a big old blob everywhere I go um, so maybe I need to incorporate other types of layers yeah here finishing up school in a couple of months I'm intrigued to see like I work in a construction office people wear jeans like it's really casual I'm intrigued to see what people wear in a more you know serious work environment because uh, I'm I want to I want to find out like I want to be inspired to wear what they wear because uh, I don't like polos and I guess the alternative to a polo would be like a short sleeve button down mm-hmm. um, which I'm a fan of but sometimes they're hard to Sometimes they're too casual. They're like too short to tuck in. So mm-hmm. then it looks like you're going to the beach or whatever, or you're like going to the bars in the summer. Um, so that's definitely a time where I'm like uncomfortable. But in my experience working in offices, I had an internship where it was definitely more formal. You had to wear a button up and you couldn't wear jeans and you couldn't wear tennis shoes. And so. I did not enjoy that at all. Um, and then now I work for a larger company and they don't care. They're just like, you can wear shorts, you can wear jeans, just don't wear anything with profanity on it. Um, don't be wearing like tank tops or anything like that. Don't wear sweatpants unless it's a weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So I really like what we can wear to work whenever we would go to work. But like I said, it's been a year. I, I forgot what we even wore until just talking about it right now. Yeah, that is that is crazy how you haven't had to really dress up for work, which work sometimes is the only reason for people to dress up. Yeah. Um, and it's quite the opposite now for you. So it'll be interesting to see how things go forward with after like the pandemic kind of mm. gets over with because so many people are like working from home now and like things are going more casual in the office by the day. So it'll be, it'll be interesting because... I think I could be down for the button up and uh, no sneakers look and no jeans, but I definitely it would it would be tiring because yeah, khakis are definitely tough to put on sometimes uh, just to get yourself to put them on, and then button ups just kind of suck to do the laundry and keep mm-hmm. them unwrinkled. And I have a big pet peeve with wrinkles, so that would cause me a bunch of strife too. So yeah, it's it's definitely refreshing at first, and then. Week after week after week, it's a lot. And especially, like, I, it was a summer internship, so it was warm weather, and you have to wear a long sleeve button-up t-shirt and khakis. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what type of work environment that I get into. Yeah. So let's go on to something that you are super familiar with. I definitely, like, notice these in your outfits a lot, and I notice them, in, like, in your room and stuff when we've hung out at IU and whatnot. 
but accessories. I know you are a bracelet guy and a watch guy. What are your like opinion on accessories? What do you look for when you're looking for accessories? What are accessories that you don't wear, that you want to wear, or that you don't want to wear, etc.? Yeah, so for a while, I I had a homemade bracelet made of like nylon cord or whatever, um, and would rock that all the time, and then I'd throw on a movement watch, um, just because, yeah, what's this look you're given? I, I forget what your beef is with them, but I'd like to hear it again. Uh, for the price point, they're a decent price point, but they're such such terrible quality. From what I hear, they take a Chinese watch that they buy for like a couple dollars, slap the movement logo on it, and then put it out into the world for about a hundred to fifty to three hundred dollars somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I have two of those. One's just um, it has like a brown strap and then a white watch face i don't know what this stuff's called so i hope i'm getting it right um and i'll wear that if i'm wearing i don't know something that that goes with and then on the other hand i have like a metal strap and then like a dark gray watch face and i'll i would throw that one on sometimes in addition to my bracelet but now i bought an apple watch and so i really just rock that because it's just all black kind of goes with everything Mm-hmm. and very convenient so i can just keep my phone in my pocket or even in a different room and i can get a text and just see what it is even reply stuff like that um would you wear that to like a wedding though or would that's, you still keep it on that's something i've been thinking about a lot recently is if i'll wear that or might throw on one of the movement watches, but I think I'd probably just rock the Apple watch just for its convenience. Uh-huh. Um, I, don't know. I think movement watches are great in terms of like the fashion. And I think yeah. that's what they're going for. Watch snobs are like, Oh, like they're such horrible quality, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But like, I think they look great. Like aesthetically yeah. there. And I talked about that in the first episode. Like I'm just for aesthetics, mm-hmm. like aesthetics. Um, I'm not really looking for some quartz-driven, like, crazy, fancy inner workings of a watch. Like, I'm looking for it to make my outfit look better. So yeah. I think movement watches can be that as well. Um, but I also think the right Timex and the right, like, other type of brands can be that fashionable watch for a little bit cheaper price. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what you're looking for. I don't really have that much of a beef with them. I just would yeah. hate somebody to spend $300 and then it craps out on them. Yeah, which whenever I'd wear those, I wouldn't really use them for the time other than to brag about that I had a watch. Be like, yeah, I'm cooler than you guys. I got a watch. Let me see what time it is. And then I'd say the time at be like, oh, it's getting late on my watch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't really use it for that. It's mostly just for looks because I thought they looked cool. And now that I think about it, I'm definitely more of a minimalist when it comes to clothing. Because mm-hmm. I think that's, I assume that's what they're going for with their watches is their minimalist design. Not a lot going on. If you give me a freaking Rolex, I think those things normally look pretty gross. Like, yeah, they're shiny, all that shit. But I don't know. I like the minimalist, just a classic, simple design that can go with so, with a lot of different things. Yeah, I agree. That's what I look for in my watches as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be the 
massive watch face, like bigger than a clock on, on your wrist type thing. Yeah. And just su- subtle, either dashes or subtle numbers or even no, nothing at all. Like, I think it, I think that's the better, the better look to pick for my style. Yeah. So, and, um, as far as other accessories go, I've been rocking the glasses more often. Um, whenever I moved out here, I got a nicer pair of glasses and can see better. And then I also like how I look in them. So I've been wearing them more often. And then, um, I wear sunglasses. I have very sensitive eyes to the sun and I just got some $800 sunglasses that I've been rocking their prescription and everything. And, oh man, they're awesome. After insurance, yeah. they didn't cost me that much, but yeah, that's good. That's a that's quite the investment for coming from a guy who sits on his sunglasses every three months or so. Wow! Like for me, that's what oh. I'm saying. Like oh, okay. I sit on I sit on my sunglasses every three months or so, so I get the fifteen dollars sunglasses. Man, yes. one time I had these. It was the the previous pair I had. They're Oakleys. I bought them like hundred and forty bucks or something. And I was so excited to take him down to the lake in Kentucky. And I put him on, and we were like, I was, we were drinking, obviously. And we were in the shallow part or whatever. And someone threw a football, and I dove for it, lost my sunglasses in the lake. And I was just yeah. so upset. And then whenever I was helping push the boat off, something scraped against my leg, shoved my hand down there, pick up the sunglasses. That's They'd incredible. been lost for like 20 minutes i was so sad and was like i found them and so after that i didn't have i just kept very good care of them um but yeah it was time to get a less sporty sunglasses and i got more i don't know formal i guess yeah no i i think too many people fall into the victim of sporty sunglasses yeah get something else like i can't even i can't stress it enough like sport sporty sunglasses are good for one thing sports mm-hmm. what do we what do we not do a lot of anymore play sports yeah. like getting too old for that i was gonna say that are you gonna use your sporty sunglasses to like mow the lawn like that's all the the time that you could possibly wear them so, like, so. yeah i literally got the, the oakley cross range xls and i got them xl so that they would touch my cheek so that whenever i cut grass grass wouldn't fly up under them Hey, it's functional. It's and, functional. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. They are functional. But. but by the time I got them, I cut grass like two times after that. And then I freaking went to college or whatever. So didn't matter. So uh, that kind of is coming to the end of things uh, before we kind of break and talk about an outfit, kind of break something down, and then we'll come back. Um, but before, I'll ask some questions on camera so that people can kind of see what we're doing and and before and then after we cut so would you are you wanting a semi-casual outfit or a formal outfit or a semi-formal um what would you like want me to help you with i think what i need the most help with is when i think dressing for the weather is something that i'm not too good at and Mm -hmm. most recently in Colorado, it's been, you know, from 30 to 50. And I just never know what to wear in in that section. Um, like, if I'm going to go grab some groceries or um, just go pick up some food. So, 
I guess something casual, but like I said, I don't want to be looking like a blob everywhere I go where I just throw on a Carhartt hoodie and some joggers. Um, uh-huh. I mean, and that's I, a very difficult thing to do, especially like in the winter here in Evansville or the yeah. winter in Colorado. It's so hard to look good and be warm. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of where I would want us to attack is try to find a way to make that work. Because I know there's some things I wear, like if I, whenever I have joggers on, I'll throw on a long sleeve and put on, I have this like North face vest and I feel really good in that, but that's the only thing like that I have. And, Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to have more stuff like that. Is that a fine answer, or I can go? Yes, a absolutely. Way? That gives me. I I have some stuff pulled up. Um, okay. But that gives me a little bit to go off of. So we're gonna cut now, uh, and we are going to discuss an outfit. We'll get everything put back together, and then we will be right back, and we will talk about the outfit. So we will be right back. Okay, we are back. We discussed some stuff. What Alex was looking for, like we said, is something that he can dress appropriately for the weather and look good while he's running some errands and going out to eat just like on a weekday with some buddies or whatever, but then also add a few different things to it and go out to the bars in the same outfit. So we started with the shoes and what we did for the shoes. Alex had a hard time picking between the types of shoes. We were down to two between a Reebok and a Nike, but we went with the Nike squash type and we went with a colorway that is sail, shimmer, iced, lilac, and light or wood brown. It's a mouthful, but to <laughs> sum it all up, it's basically just like a tan and white shoe with um, just like a tiny little bit of pink on it, which I think can, like it's great because the tan could go with anything, but then the pink like kind of sets it apart from the other shoes. So we went with that one. It's a low top. And then coming up from that, we wanted to branch out and try some pants of a different color. So Alex has a black pair of denim, gray, and he's got khaki color. And he was looking to to try and do something else, which I think is great. And that's something that I've been recently looking into as well. So we went with a ASOS or ASOS, however you want to pronounce it, design tapered chino in dark khaki. So it says dark khaki, but it's more like a brown colored pant so it and it's a slim it's a slimmer pant so it's not super uh like baggy or anything so i think it's going to work well with alex's frame because he's probably about like 5 11 or 6 foot somewhere around there i'm 6 10 okay he's 6 10 um, so <laughs> we ha- we're gonna get these t- we're gonna get these specially tailored but it's gonna work well with his frame and he's not like massively huge in fat or hey, muscular. You so ain't seen look, me in a while. I've been going to the good. trainer four days a week. So I have also been training and I'm still a blob. So <laughs> I feel you. All right. Then going on to the shirt, we were kind of down to two because um, Alex is an IU alum, but he does know when to, well, he does know a good t shirt or a cool looking t shirt when he sees one. So yep. we have a single stitch Purdue t shirt. Uh, it's gray. It's a Purdue basketball t-shirt with the old Purdue Pete on it. Up for sale right now on Valley Vintage. We're going to use that one as the t-shirt in the outfit, but 
we also are going to use a 1996 Super Bowl um, T-shirt. It's it's. It's from New Orleans. They're cooking jambalaya on the front. It's got Drew Bledsoe. It's got Curtis Martin. The graphics all over the place. It's really, really cool. We found it, it on Depop. So we're also going to say that that could be an option for when he goes and hangs out with people like James Marshall or Aaron Drosty or people like that who are going to give him crap for wearing a t-shirt that's not IU. Yeah. So, and then we wanted to do something to keep him warm in the winter in Colorado, but also make it to where he can stay cool in the summer or in the fall. Um, so a little bit of both worlds. So we went with an ASOS designed wool blend jacket, which kind of stands for like shirt jacket. Whoa. So he's kind of get the best of both worlds in stone herringbone. Um, I think it's sweet. It's yeah. he's gonna rock it. He's gonna rock it unbuttoned. But it's got really cool details on the buttons along with just like – it's tan, but it's got more than just plain tan. Like it's got a little bit of a pattern to it. So I think it's really cool and he's going to rock that. And what's great about like a jacket or an overcoat or an overshirt or like a chore jacket, it's a little thicker than like a flannel. Like he said how he liked to wear the denim shirt. It's a little thicker than a flannel but at the same time, it's not like a coat coat. So – it would be great if it was a little colder. He could throw just a neutral colored hoodie underneath, um, like or a Carhartt hoodie, anything like that. Throw that underneath, and that's going to add a little bit extra warmth. So after that, we started talking about accessories. And like Alex said, he's tried and true. He's going to stick to the Apple Watch. We were looking at some other watches, but he said, you know, in all honesty, like I'd probably just wear the watch. And I'm like, hey, that's fine. At least, you know, if you're going to wear what you're going to wear, be honest with it. Like, let's let's base the outfit around that. So, we're saying if Alex goes to the store, he just rocks the Apple Watch. It's practical. It's functional. He can check it without pulling his phone out of the po- his pocket when he's in the store. That sort of thing. But, let's say he goes out to the bars later that day. We were stepping outside the comfort zone again. And we went, like, with this sterling silver chain... Um, gold bracelet it's a 14 karat gold plate on the bracelet from asos it's a skinnier bracelet so i think it's not going to be too distracting for alex because it's going to be something new for him um, going to be pretty subtle but just going to give that pop of shine or pop of jewelry that you know people are looking for in the outfit and lastly we decided alex brought this up which i thought was a great thing because it's something that's kind of on my fashion radar per se is a beanie I have never really worn beanies because my head is large, so I they didn't really fit, or they looked like my head was being like crammed into this beanie. But of late, the beanie trend has become where you can like wear it kind of on the top of your head and not pull it down over your ears to where it's like a functionality thing for the beanie. So we went with a staple of Alex's wardrobe, a Vans core basic beanie in black. He can throw it on when he goes to the store if it's cold. He can take it off when he goes to the bars. It's just a quick thing. He can you know, put it in his pocket. He can throw it back in the car. It's just a quick little, hey, I need some added warmth or I want some added detail to my outfit. Let's throw it on. So that's what we went with. Like last episode, it'll all be tagged down below if you're curious to kind of see what it looks like in person. But I'm going to throw it back over to Alex and have him talk about kind of what he's thinking with the outfit, his thoughts on it, the process behind it, and that sort of thing. 
Yeah. Um, I'm I'm liking how it's looking. It's definitely not something I would wear now because, like I said, I just dress like a blob. Um, and I plan on buying most of the stuff just so. Whoa. Yeah, just so we can um, see how it goes, see how I feel, and then get you some more content. I That's do. Actually, I'll, incredible. I'll probably wait a little bit because I just moved and I keep buying a bunch of stuff for my new place. And then my roommates are like, this guy loves the online shop. I don't. I just had some things I needed. So I might I wait a week. I understand because I'm sitting here <laughs> holding a new pair of shoes that I just randomly bought for yeah. a Vegas trip. So I had one day, literally a big package came from Amazon. It had like six different things in it. And I was like, okay, I need to calm down. But I'll get most of the stuff. I'll put it on. I'll take pictures. And then you can, you can post about them. it. There you go. So that's awesome. I really appreciate that. That's like would be my dream if we could do that every single time or if I could even be able to supply like like get sponsored and use the sponsorship money to buy somebody an outfit. Like, yeah, that would be absolutely incredible. That's way down the line. Mm. But a man could dream. So, of course, we are coming kind of to the end. So I'm going to just kind of throw it to Alex if he's got any topics or questions that he'd like to ask before we wrap it up. Because I know he said he did have some. So let's see if he has any left over. Yeah, I do. Um, I was wondering how you would suggest dressing for warm weather. Um, dressing more formally for warm weather. Because, like, especially pants. I don't know... Normally, I just wear, like, khaki shorts or something. I'll rock my jorts if I'm feeling crazy. Um, But is there a nice way I can put some shorts on and still look nice if I'm going out to the bars or something like that? Yeah, I think in the summer, um, you want to go with some, like, lighter fitting clothing or, like, Mm -hmm. a lighter fabric just to prevent you from sweating. Um and I'm, I'm the same way. I'm a, definitely a khaki short or a jort type guy. Um, I think certain khaki shorts look better than others. Mm-hmm. I think keep it, a, keep it above the knee if you're comfortable enough in doing that. I think that looks a little bit better. Um, I like no-show socks as well with the shorts. Show off a little leg. I don't know. That's just okay. me. I always and, wear tall socks, so I guess that's something I need to work on too. Yeah, no-shows are definitely not for everybody because you'll just get the comment like, oh, you're not wearing socks? Like, that's gross. And then you're like, no, like I have socks on. And then and then it changes immediately to, oh, you're wearing the girl socks? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I like them. They definitely can take – they're really cheap though. So like if you want to try them out and then end up not liking them, it's not going to break the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, Pants-wise though, that is something that like I've also been thinking about because I want to wear some pants – like some pants in the summer. Um, so just from like my little – research and videos and different things that i've watched uh some light light denim is good or some chinos some lighter chinos can be a little bit more formal um cuffing the bottoms i know some people don't like to do that but that kind of adds a little bit of hey it's the summertime like i can Mm -hmm. expose my ankles type vibes and then just in general summer fashion kind of sucks like in my opinion like i'd rather do i'd rather do fall fashion just because you can layer so much stuff and as my family knows I say it all the time. Layering is key. Like it adds so much detail to the outfit, but accessories come big into play in the summer because all you're having on your body right now in the summer is a t-shirt and shorts. So 
put on the watch, put on the bracelet, put on the necklace, put on the hat, put on the rings. That's something I'm going to do a blog about shortly. Um, accessories are a huge thing to elevate yourself over the other people in the summer, in my opinion. Okay, cool. And then um, another question I have. This is a little more intimate. Okay. Um, how do you approach underwear? Because I can't find... Mostly, I'm just looking for suggestions on underwear brands and stuff like that. I can't find the perfect pair. Kind of like I've been looking for months for the perfect blanket. Can't find it. And those are two things you can't really try out. Um, you know, you can go and like feel the fabric or whatever, but like with a blanket, you don't know how heavy that thing is, all that stuff. Same with underwear. You don't know how it'll fit. If there'll be like a tag that's scratchy, something like that. Do you have any underwear advice for my trying times I'm experiencing? Oh dude, I completely understand. First off, underwear is not cheap, which yeah, that's always fun to, to something that's, you know, so such a key thing in life. It's cost so much money. Um, I have the same thing. I was look. I was trying to upgrade uh, around Christmas time this year. I ended up getting a bunch of underwear for Christmas. Um, I just went with Adidas and Nike, uh, just more of like the athletic, like mm-hmm. kind of fabric underwear. Um, I they've. It, I I think I got lucky, and my mom found some at Kohl's and texted me pictures of them, and I said, "Yeah, let's like let's run it." And I got lucky, and they don't ride up, and they're actually pretty nice. But it's honestly hit or miss. I know me undies mm-hmm. is incredible. Like I get wearing some right now. Yeah, they they. I've heard great things, but I also know they run you like twenty dollars a pop. Yeah, kind of thing. So, but if it's it's an investment that is going to pay off for you, you don't have to worry about pitching them or whatever. But yeah, I would just say Amazon reviews. Like look them up, and then just it's almost hit or miss. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely difficult. Yeah, and I've done some of the Duluth Buck Naked, and uh-huh. I've I've liked those. They're not as soft because they're supposed to be more durable. Um, they're not as soft as I'd like, but I'd say they're there's some quality undies if if you're in the market still. Yeah, I it's I definitely could. I feel like everybody could use an upgrade on underwear. Like if you're thinking about upgrading your underwear, you're probably about six months past upgrading your underwear. Uh, that's like a saying, um, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the second best time to plant a tree right now? Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. So is there anything else you got for me? Um, no, that'll be it. I got some, but we can talk it's, later. Yeah, they're they're silly. It's not the right environment for them. Okay. All <laughs> right, guys. Here, we are wrapping up the second episode of Thoughts from a Valley podcast. I sincerely appreciate everybody who's listened in, who's liked it, who's read the blog, who's done anything in terms of promoting it or just taking it in. Uh, I have had a lot of fun these ne- these past two recordings and. It's been cool. Like 65-ish people listened to it the last for the first episode, including somebody apparently in Brazil and France. Uh, if you're out there, that's awesome. Shoot me a message because I want to know, like, how did you get a hold of this stuff? But I really appreciate it. I think that's everything that I have. I'm going to promote Alex's life here real quick. If you are looking for another podcast to partake in, 
please go over to Alex. He was the one who inspired me to start this podcast. I've always thought it would be cool to have a podcast, but he definitely has been the one to drive me towards basically doing anything um, in the podcast realm. So Friends with Cinefits is his podcast. It's a movie podcast They that we just discuss movies each episode. Um, I've been on it three times. It's a bunch of fun. And yeah, go follow Alex on Instagram and all that stuff too. He's a cool yeah. dude. And I'm going to give him the airways like he does for me in his podcast to say whatever he wants to say and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah, like Mason said, check out my podcast, Friends with Cinefits. Um, we're turning it a little more snobby for the film fans out there. Um, we've taken a long break, but our next episode is going to be focused on David Lynch and a lot of his movies, specifically Twin Peaks, which is the best television series out there, hands down. Um, so if you haven't seen Twin Peaks, check out Twin Peaks and yeah, that's all I got. Check out Mason's Instagram, um, buy some of that vintage stuff. I got a nice sweatshirt on there. You'll see me. You check out my Instagram. I think I have one on there. I could be wrong. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me, Mason. And everybody, thanks for listening. Awesome. Yeah. I Go check out uh, our stuff here in the coming future. I've been posting a lot. and We're going to try to keep it rolling into the summer. Get you some summer outfits. And hopefully keep you looking good. So we want to bring a little bit of nostalgia to your wardrobe, as our as our slogan goes. But... That's my whole thing is, is we want to keep you confident and looking good. So I appreciate everybody listening in and we will see you next episode. Peace.